Have you ever looked at an old photograph of yourself and thought, oh my word, I've really changed. It's a curious thing, right? Change. We see it in our faces, our lives, and how quickly kids grow or cities grow one skyscraper at a time. But what about the change that happens when we can't see it? What about the change that a photograph doesn't capture? How do we change? Change can be like the pages of a, of a book. And each page turning over time, quietly adding to the story of who we are. But unlike a book, where every word is forever written once it's printed, our stories are constantly being rewritten. And the funny thing is, change can be so subtle, unnoticed even. And yet it's the small changes over time that really shape our existence. Our bodies change, our tastes change, who's in the house will change depending on their age, houses change. But change is always present, shaping our lives in subtle ways. And it reminds us that nothing stays the same, that everything is always growing and moving ahead. But what happens when change seems to never change? where we would wish for a Groundhog Day kind of week, where we knew what to expect for at least just a few days in a row. That's not too much to ask, is it? But what if some things we don't want to change, change? I'm going to say that again. What if some things we don't want to change, change? This idea takes us right to the core of how we feel about change. It's not just about the changes we see and accept, but also the ones we don't want or maybe we're afraid of. We often find comfort in things that are familiar, something that we know, right? Like a a favorite old sweatshirt that's a bit worn, but you know what? It's still our favorite, right? But the thought of, of losing comfort or having it change, it can be rather unsettling. In the end, life shows us that change is always happening, even in things that we want to stay the same, right? That goes without saying. But we go through changes in our relationships, in our jobs, in our health even, and the way that we think. And all of this teaches us that nothing stays the same forever. And we have to learn to be okay with that, to grow from it. It's not easy. You know that. But as we think more about how change affects us, sometimes in ways that make us uneasy or scared, it leads us to look at how we can handle these constant changes that we go through. And with this, we start to think about the ways to better understand and deal with the the constant evolving that goes around us. In the words of one of psychology's founding fathers, Carl Jung, we cannot change anything until we accept it. Condemnation does not liberate it. It oppresses it. I I do love me some Carl Jung, but sometimes it's a little thick. So in simpler words, we have to accept something before we can change it. Criticizing it doesn't set us free, but instead weighs us down. 
I'm going to say that again. These are my own words, just so you know. We have to accept something before we can change it. Criticizing that doesn't set us free, but instead weighs us down. Hmm. So before I start singing the David Bowie song that you're all waiting for me to quote, let's change direction and get into it. Today, I'm going to break down change into three simple, well, not so simple, thoughts. The why of change, the when of change, and the how of change. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three, two, one. The why, when, and how. Breaking it down into the why, when, and how will give us a better idea of how change works and to learn the best ways to handle it in our lives. So the first things first, the why of change. When we talk about the why of change, it's all about figuring out the reasons why we need to make changes in our lives. It means looking closely at what's not going well or what could be better. Like Carl Jung pointed out, we need to really understand and accept our current situation before we can start changing it. This part is about asking ourselves some really important questions. What's making us unhappy or stressed? Are there things in our life like our habits or friendships or our job that just don't feel right anymore? But here's the flip side of the coin with us. The why isn't just about problems. It's also about seeing chances to grow, chances to be happier, looking for ways to accept change as a, a catalyst rather than a heavy weight. Maybe we want to be healthier. Maybe we want to have better relationships or just have some personal goals that we would like to reach. This is what gets us motivated to change. And the why of change also lets us think about how our current way of living affects us and the people around us. For instance, the choices that we make every day, are the choices good for us? You know, the things we do every day, like our habits and our decisions, are they good for us? Are they helping us be healthy? Are they helping us be happy and just better overall? I mean, are the choices we're making helping us grow and feel better about ourselves. And then are our choices, well, are they fair to others? How are our actions affecting the people around us? Are we being thoughtful? Are we being kind? We need to make sure that the way we act doesn't hurt our friends, our family, or the people that we work with or that are just in our circles. Are the choices that we make, are they fair? to others. And if we go just a little bit further with this, are we being true to ourselves? Does the way we live match our true beliefs and values? Oh, that's a hard one to sit and go through. I'm going to ask that again. Does the way we live, does it match our true beliefs and our values? Are we being honest with ourselves about what's really important to us? living in a way that's true to what we believe, 
This is really important because if we're not living in a way of what we really believe, we're not going to be fulfilled. We're not going to feel happy or discontent even. So basically the why of change is about understanding ourselves better. The why is a time to really think about what we want, what scares us, and yet what drives us. But this is really important because it sets the direction for lasting change. I want you to hear what I'm about to say. If we're not clear about why we need to change, we will never know the direction we're meant to take. I'm going to say that again. If we are not clear about why we need to change, we will never know the direction we're meant to take. Speaking of embracing change, I want to switch gears really quick and talk about changing something that we all deal with, comfort in what we wear. My wife recently tried out Honey Love, and she cannot stop talking about how comfortable their products are. You know, comfort is key, especially when it comes to our everyday wear. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Honey Love. Plus, it's a great name. I just love saying it. Honey Love has revolutionized the bra game, making the underwire a thing of the past without sacrificing supports. My wife has a couple of their pieces, and she loves how they feel comfortable enough to wear all day, and they look great too. And right now, Honey Love is offering a special deal. Get 20% off your entire order with the exclusive link honeylove.com backslash com. That's honeylove.com com. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off. Remember to tell them that you heard it at Calm It Down Podcast. Start the new year with confidence. Thanks to Honey Love. Now, just like how Honey Love can transform your comfort and confidence, embracing change can transform our lives. It's all about finding what fits us best, no pun, but not just in what we wear, but how we live and how we grow. So as we navigate this why of change, be open. Be open to the honest questions the honest looks of ourselves. Dig deep and ask the questions that might be a little tough so that we can truly understand our motivations for change. Are we living in alignment with our values? And what are our goals and our dreams? And most importantly, what is holding us back from, from going forward with those, right? If we don't have that direction, if we don't know the why, but it's only when we face these hard truths that we can really begin to break down and find the reasons and create the motivation for lasting change. And let's be honest, let's just discover our true selves when we ask the why of change. And sometimes we can't answer the why. Sometimes we don't know the why. Sometimes change is thrown upon us. Sometimes change is thrown upon us without reasoning at the moment, that is. Which then brings us to the when of change. Timing is everything. We often resist change because we feel like it's happening at the wrong time or too quickly, right? But I'm going to let you in on just a little secret. Are you ready for this? Lean in, listen hard. There will never be a perfect time for change. 
I'm going to say that again, even for myself. There will never be a perfect time for change. Change can happen unexpectedly, and it often does, and throwing us off balance and making us feel unprepared. And other times we might put off making changes until it feels um, safe or quote-unquote comfortable. But in reality, that time never really comes. We've all heard the phrase, good things come to those who wait, right? But in a world where everything is instant and waiting for something, oh my word, it can feel like an eternity. But here's the secret. The, the waiting parts of change part of the process. Change is not a quick fix or an instant transformation, and that's okay. It takes time, it takes effort and a willingness to keep pushing towards where you're going, even when it seems like nothing is happening, even when it seems like you're living in just the constant, I'm never going to get there. Take a deep breath and remember that change is a process. And it's, it's important not to get discouraged when things don't happen right away. Because sometimes it, well, forget that, a lot of times, it's going to feel that way, right? It's going to feel like something is not just instantly turning the way you want it to. And change can also obviously be scary and uncomfortable, but we have to remember that growth often comes when we embrace these things. Oh, do we want it? No. <laughs> but sometimes that's how it works, right? It's completely natural to feel scared and uncertain when change comes, right? I mean, after all, change means stepping into the unknown and leaving behind the, the familiar and what we've always known. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to feel like you don't know what to do next. And it's okay to take some time to just sit on the couch. I had a friend used to tell me, if a door doesn't open and if the window is locked, well, just sit on the couch. Just wait for a minute. Because feeling uncertain, it can often be a sign that we're growing and that we're evolving. So I know it's really hard to look at it this way, but we have to embrace this feeling. We have to take a deep breath and let go of any expectations. And know that as long as you are sticking to your values of who you are, staying true to yourself, you're going to make it through this change. And you're going to come out even stronger on the other side. You will. I believe in you. And you believe in yourself. The, the timing of change may not always be ideal. We may never be ready for change. But as humans, as the individuals that we are, we are resilient. We are capable of adapting to any situation. You know how to tie your shoes, right? That was a change. You know how to drive a car? Yes, these are all changes. And a lot of times we don't notice them until we turn around and look back and we see the difference. Sometimes we simply have to trust that everything is going to just work out in the end. Which then brings me to the final point of the how of change. Oh yes, the juicy and sometimes daunting part where we put our plan into action. How? As much as we might hate to admit it, change 
is often hard. And it's not always as simple as just flipping a switch or changing our mindset overnight. I get that. And even when we know the why we need to change and when it's the right time, actually making it happen, that's the most difficult part. But here's the thing. As I mentioned a second ago, you are capable. You are capable of so much more than you realize. And it may take time. Actually, it will take time and it will take effort. But with a little bit of, um, I've got this self pep talk, you can make it happen. Here, I'm going to show you three ways and the how of change. So the first is to embrace the art of letting go. I know, just stick with me, easier said than done. But a lot of times our struggle with change, it comes from a deep-seated desire to maintain control. <laughs> not me, right? No, not at all. I'm going to say that again, though. A lot of times our struggle with change comes from the deep-rooted desire to maintain control. We, we've all been there, right? The knots in our stomach as we face a, a new and unfamiliar situation. It's a natural response to want to cling to what we know and to avoid change at all costs. But what if I told you that the first step to embracing change is to let go of the need of control? Hear me out. Letting go isn't about giving up or admitting defeat. It's about releasing the iron grip that we have on how we think things should be. Now, there are plenty of fun ways to practice this. <laughs> um, it can start with journaling your thoughts, like writing everything down. And then if you want to get really creative, safely burning the piece of paper. Yes, you heard me right. Do it in a safe environment, though. If you would, please don't do anything crazy. But a lot of times, you know, writing down our thoughts of how we wish things would go. It's allowing us to let go of the iron grip that we have. And then when we write these things on paper, and then when in a safe place, we actually burn the paper. That is us releasing the ideas that we're needing to let go. And then another one of my favorites is to start a simple, keyword simple, garden. If a garden isn't your thing, that's totally fine. You have potted plants or just something where each season you can change something out, which is why I like the garden and potted plant idea. Because caring for a garden or potted plants is a great way to understand change, right? It's something you notice and you see and you tend to every day. When you look after these plants, you see how nature grows and how it changes and then starts all over again, right? Changing the plants with the season, it's a wonderful way to accept life's process of change. Plus, it's just really simple. It's a beautiful reminder that we too can embrace new starts and let go of the old, just like nature does. Not to mention, who doesn't like having pretty flowers or plants or even herbs around? Lavender and rosemary? Oh, yes, please, sign me up. So the second step and the how of change is to find the hidden opportunities. Unexpected changes can open doors we never knew were there. So instead of focusing on what's gone wrong, ask yourself, what can I learn here? I'm here. I might as well just 
put my feet on the ground and ask myself, what can I learn? How might this help me grow where I am in this present moment? Because it's important to remember that change can lead us to where we're meant to be. Life has a a silly way of correcting our course. And sometimes what we think is a setback or a challenge, it's actually propelling us forward. It's not until we get there and turn around and realize that we've arrived. You know that old saying, the only way out is through? (laughs) If you haven't heard it, I'm going to say it again. The only way out is through. Well, it's a helpful reminder that moving with change can actually be ridding ourselves of the weight. Going back to that Carl Jung quote from earlier, ridding ourselves of the weight. We can experience life so much more fully when we let go of our resistance and accept it. And sometimes we just have to trust that change is going to lead us where we're meant to go. And the shift in thinking can lead you to a new interest, new skills, even a new direction in life, maybe new areas you've never pursued. So letting go of the iron grip, letting go of the idea of maintaining control and just taking a moment to look at the positives that are hidden in this change. In this moment you may be in right now, what could be waiting behind the unexpected? What can this unexpected turn possibly bring your way? Find the hidden opportunities. Which then brings me to the third and final how of change. Create a change ritual. What? (laughs) Change ritual. Those two words do not belong together in a sentence. Well, change is a part of life, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming, right? So creating a routine can really help with this. So for example, um, I take a walk every day with my dog uh, just to get out of my four walls and to just allow my mind to just be out and about, right? So maybe taking a walk every day just to get out of your space or maybe a, a weekly brunch with someone where you share and support each other or maybe just doing some simple quiet reading or meditation before bed, but creating a change ritual. The important thing is to find something that works for you. And this is um, a routine that should be something that you look forward to, right? A special time where you can actually deal with the changes. So think about it. What kind of simple, regular activity could help you handle life's changes? Better. What is one thing that just gets you out of your element that allows you to decompress and make your life easier to embrace change? And speaking of regular activities, getting a good night's sleep is so important. The more I read about it, the more and more, more and more, more and more, I put an emphasis on sleep, especially during times of change. So I want to tell you really quickly about Miracle Made. Guys, listen, don't fast forward this ad. This is really worth listening to. Do you know that the quality of your sheets can significantly affect your sleep? There's a group called Miracle Made, and they use silver-infused fabrics inspired by NASA 
for temperature regulating bedding. This means you can stay comfortable all night long. And here's the best part. These sheets, they're self-cleaning. They prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, which means they stay fresh longer and require less laundry. My wife and I have actually been using Miracle-Made sheets and we love them. They are so comfortable, they stay clean, and yes, they actually help us sleep better. So if you wanna try them out, go to trymiracle.com backslash calm. Use the promo code CALM, C-A-L-M, at checkout, and you'll get three free towels and save over 40%. That's a lot. So there's also a 30-day money-back guarantee. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. TryMiracle.com backslash CALM. Guys, seriously, I cannot recommend this enough. Do it. All right. Now that we've talked about how to make our nights more comfortable, let's wrap up this discussion on change by going back to the beginning, thinking about how we've changed just like in old photos. Every time we go through changes, it's like adding a new picture to our life's photo album. These changes make us who we are, teaching and growing and learning along the way. So when you look at an old photo and you notice how much you've changed, and when you think about a, a big change in your life, try to see the good in it. Remember to let go of what's past, to look for new changes, to look for new chances, and to have your own special way to deal with change. And these steps are far more about just getting through change. They're about doing really well in life growing through the changes that you're in. Change is always going to happen. What really matters is how we handle it and what we learn from it. Keep adding to your life story. Your life doesn't end when change begins. Oh, I'm going to say that again. Your life doesn't end when change begins. See, every change is a chance to start something new, a new a new chapter in the, in the photo album of life. Yeah? Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for living. Thanks for just being with me today as we talked about understanding and making the most of change. So until next time, keep growing, keep learning, and keep welcoming all the moments that change can bring. Until next time, be kind to your mind, and I hope you will join me again next time as we calm it down. To find more episodes of Comet Down, see where I may be appearing in your area, or to simply want to know where to send me some chocolate chip cookies, visit cometdownpodcast.com. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and not intended, nor should they, 
serve as a substitute for medical advice or diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you. And you should only act upon the advice of this physician. Now, I'm an extreme empath by nature, but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or a physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this in future podcast episodes to aid those needs. So to find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit CometDownPodcast.com. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review, or better yet, share it with a friend. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come, as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of mental and emotional health. Thank you for listening. Thank you for living. And until next time, be kind to your mind and join me again as we calm it down. <laughs>